In an out of control runaway world, one man walks a lonely path down the dusty prairies of tomorrow. His destination, a future for mankind that doesn't suck. The poncho that keeps him warm, a vision of world peace given to humanity by the Creator. The trusty six gun at his side, a piercing understanding of how shit in this life actually works. And that soggy cigar butt clenched between his teeth, that blunt of truth will blow your fucking mind. Everybody, I'm International Shark. It is uh, March 1st, 2021. And uh, we are broadcasting. <clears throat> Let me try that again. We are broadcasting live from the new world. Got a little golden turmeric cereal stuck in my throat. You want to know what's going on, don't you? Well, now you know. I was eating it too fast. Just you know, should have slowed down a little bit. I didn't. Hold on, I have to move the chair. <clears throat> there it is again. Fucking golden turmeric. <sighs> Everyone loves turmeric. Not I don't love it right now. It's stuck in my throat. Now, how am I going to do the show? Turmeric. Not only tur- golden. Everything with tur- it's golden. Golden milk. Fucking pain in, pain in my ass and neck right now, throat. All right. Well, let's get going. It's a rollicking start, isn't it? I'm doing yoga breaths. Om Shanti. It could be like a yoga teacher podcast. That's what it could be. Namaste. Welcome. Breathe deeply. Breathe in the breath of light and breathe out the negativity. Because uh, I should know I have so much of it inside me that I have to talk this way and sound like I'm peaceful. Breathe in. Mm. Yes, and squelch your feelings. That's it. Press down all the negative thoughts. Squelch them down so they come out in weird ways and you act out on people unconsciously. That's it. That's it. Breathe out and squelch the negativity. Very good. You say namaste, I say nama, go. Get me the hell out of there. Horrible yoga classes. Anyway, that was my uh, rendition of a of a yoga teacher. Uh, core chat, can I see some more activity? It's like stalled. Hello? Something wrong here? What's going on? Yeah, I think um, Slave Wife has a numb hand. No, it's not from that. If such a dirty mind, you're terrible. No, it's not why her hand is numb. Stop. Stop. This is a family show. No, it's not. All right, it's a little better. Well, you know, that's slave wife's excuse. What about the rest of you? 
Everyone's got numb hands. Numb nuts. That's what you all are, except you don't have nuts. You're numb nuts without the nuts. Hold the nuts. Some people don't like nuts, so you're numb nuts without the nuts. Bunch of numb nuts without nuts. Get a little sack, except you don't have any. It's going nowhere. This whole show is going nowhere. I knew it was going to be weird today, but I did. uh, I do want to talk about things today. I do want to get into things today. It's a Monday, yeah. So why slave wife says, what do you do in Mondays? In Mondays? She's, her hand's numb. She can't type. So there's, that's her excuse. But to bomb boots and techno tard. <clears throat> anyway, uh, well, my beer just hit the microphone prophylactic. All right, let's see what's going on. Typey, typey. Oh, that's not the website I wanted. Some websites say, say get, whatever, you know, get this, get that. And then so many different ones that do that. You type get and you wind up at the wrong website. All right. Yeah, I wanted to read you some news. Uh, okay, this is the story. Let's go to the original. Hold on. Just relax. God. Ellen DeGeneres Salami. One company's quest to make meat from celebrity tissue samples. Now, was there any fucking doubt that this earth is in serious trouble? Did you even doubt it for a second? Yeah, that's right. Boots says more cannibalism. That's right. Listen to this. Let me read this again. It is. It's cannibalistic. It's disgusting. Ellen DeGeneres Salami. Now, if I was going to eat a celebrity, I don't think it would be Ellen DeGeneres. I think she would be very bitter. That's what I think her meat. I think the Ellen DeGeneres meat would be bitter. Who would I like to eat? Lady Gaga? No. God, how could you suggest that? That, that, would, that meat would be rancid. No, that's like, you know, you left it out of the out of the, the fridge over the weekend. You went away for a weekend and you left out the Lady Gaga meat. You think this is still good? What's Lady Gaga meat? It's, it's already rancid. You're right. That's what I like about Lady Gaga meat is you can just leave it out. It doesn't even have to be refrigerated because it's already rancid. Well, this is excellent. I, that's, I'm just going to eat Lady Gaga meat. That's all. America goes gaga for Lady Gaga meat. Oh, you want you want you want it you want international shark meat? No, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It may sound like the makings of a bad science fiction movie. A company that harvests human tissue to make meat products such as salami. Beyond not it not may sound like a it sound that sounds already terrible to me. But a new startup called Bite Labs is claiming to want to make human test tube meat a reality, and they want to use celebrities to do it. At the moment, our primary goal, is the quote, is to provoke discussion and debate around topics of bioethics and celebrity culture, said Martin from the Bite Labs team. He says he wishes to rena- remain anonymous. 
<laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm going to talk about this stuff, but I don't want you to know who I am. Due to the controversy surrounding the focus of the company, quote, we see inefficiencies, environmental hazards, and ethical problems in the world's food production and distribution. It's always a, that the same. You know, just the, 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 the problems. And now we have to come up with the solutions. Oh, and what, what happens when the solutions are worse than the problem? What do you do then? You eat celebrities. There are exciting opportunities to dis- the quote continues. There are exciting opportunities to disrupt these industries while opening new ways to consume celebrity culture. Oh my God! If it wasn't bad enough reading about them on TMZ, now now you're going to eat them. I think it's like taking celebrity worship to a whole other level. But you're right, Boots. It does have that vibe of cannibalism. Nothing's uh, nothing's holy and sacred anymore, right? Like with the with the pedophilia. Oh yeah, pedophilia. Yeah, I like kids. You know, journalists writing about that. And everything is just all that stuff that uh, you know. If you if you value your soul, you probably wouldn't do. It's just all presented as like, well, yeah, this is this is this is pedophilia. This is. Eating a celebrity flesh. This is, that's all part of that devolution into the mosh pit of hell. That's where we're going. Look at this. The official Girl Scout cookie power rankings. I thought you weren't allowed to say Girl Scout anymore. I thought it was just Scout. What happened to Scout? Let's see. Let's look into this. It's another article. This is the LA Times. Uh, they want me to pay for their their crappy articles. No, not going to do it. I'm not going to pay for your shitty articles. Um, see if I open it in a private window. Now they're onto the whole private window thing. Doesn't work anymore. Ah, it worked. <laughs> Unbelievable. Boy, they they need to fire their tech department. At LA Times, all I did was open it a private window and I got it for free. Fire the whole tech department. This is terrible. Somebody should tell them. <clears throat> the official Girl, Girl Scout cookie power rankings. This is fucked up. So girls, they're allowed to still call them Girl Scout cookies, but everything else is, is just Scout. But this is exactly what we're going through, isn't it? The tyranny of the matriarchy. That's what we're experiencing. We have been experiencing the tyranny of the patriarchy. And now the pendulum's swinging. Get ready for the tyranny of the matriarchy. Because that's what happens. If you don't find the synthesis, the pendulum just swings back and forth. Swing this side. Swing that side. And so what's going to happen? Well, it's been over here in the patriarchy. Well, where's it going to go? Over here into the matriarchy. Tyranny. Matriarchal. Matri. What's the adjective? Boots, do you know? Boots, wake up. International did something, Boots, wake up. Matriarchal. I don't know. 
Swinging the other way. What political party represents the establishment now? All the Democrats. Remember back when the Democrats were the counterculture party? Demonstrators in the 60s and the liberals. and Not anymore. Swing. Pendulum swing. Now the Democrats are the establishment. And energetically, the Democrats would be feminine. You guessed it. You see, you're getting better at this. And the Republicans would be masculine. People forget that that Lincoln was a Republican. They forget. How could he be a Republican? He couldn't be. Well, he was. Because a party, uh, these parties change all the time. And so this is what's happening. What flavor of domination would you like? Patriarchal domination? Matriarchal domination? Well, you really don't get to choose. I'm saying it like you get to choose. You don't. This is the way the pendulum is swinging now. But so, you know, Girl Scout cookies, okay to say Girl Scout cookies, but you can't say Boy Scout anymore. They don't sell cookies. What, what do they sell? Boy Scout, Boy Scout crack pipes? No, 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 they don't. Don't be silly. They do? Really? Anyway, does anyone make crack pipes? Like this is a pipe made to smoke crack. Does that even happen? I don't think that happens. Crack addicts find different ways to, yeah, you know, craft, handcrafted crack pipes. What do you do for a living? I'm an artist. I'm a craftsman. I make handcrafted crack pipes and sell them in the ghetto. Well, interesting profession. You don't really think so. You're just saying that. Yeah, you're right. I don't think so. See, we should try it sometime. You should see the look on the crack addict's face when you sell them a pipe that's like, you know, someone actually thought about it. You don't have to break off the end of a light bulb, smoke it out of a light bulb with the jagged glass, cutting your lips. Do you even know what that's like? Have you ever even been there? No. Although I did personally have uh, uh, tried crack. That is a devil's drug. It's intense because it doesn't even like, you know, it gets you high like one hit and then that's it. And no, kids, don't do drugs. There's no reason to do, to do drugs. It's either drugs or consciousness. That's a, what it comes down to. And if you have consciousness, that's going to take you where you want to go. You're trying to get somewhere with drugs. It doesn't work. But, uh, you know, they can be fun. I'm not advocating drugs. I don't do drugs anymore. Caffeine. But, uh, yeah, that, uh, that, that crack is nasty. <clears throat> yeah, I remember. It was the first time with my friend. Hey, you want to go get some crack? <laughs> what do I say? All right. Like, what do I know about crack? But what a cra- crazy thing to say, huh? Want to go get some crack? Okay. And then we drove down to 
Las Palmas. It's right there. Las Palmas Boulevard in Hollywood. Crack Central. Well, I used to, when I moved um, to the apartment on Grace Avenue, is that funny? Now my wife's name is Grace. Pretty funny. I was sleeping on Grace. Now I'm sleeping with Grace. Kind of the same, but uh, but different. Uh, anyway, there was like, I'd walk out the door. Oh my God, those days. I would take, I would take walks at like two, three in the morning. I would just be awake and I'd be walking through Hollywood. I was so, very young, just out of college. Oh, but the crack dealers were, they were there in full force. Rocks for your socks, rocks for your socks. Cracker Jack, Cracker Jack, rocks for your socks. So anyway, my friend, Troy, so let's go get some crack. Okay, and he know he knew right where to get it. He was he was Mister Crack. Pulled up, and the dealers go, "Hey, yo, it's Mister Crack. Hey, Mister Crack. Hey guys, it's Mister Crack." International. That uh, is that a real guy, Mister Crack? Because you know I'm Mister Coffee, Mister Fucking Coffee. I don't want anyone. I'm Mister Coffee. I said. You know, it's a socially acceptable drug, international. So it's all right. You know, if someone says Mr. Coffee, it's all right. But, uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Crack. What the fuck? What the hell? Anyway, it's funny because I've driven by that intersection many times. I didn't know. This is, wow, they have crack here? God, I drive by here every day. I didn't know they have crack here. Wow. They have crack? Huh. Golly. Who'd have thunk? Anyway, so. Oh, man. The crazy days, huh? Way back when. I'm a dad. I have kids and responsibilities and all of that stuff. Anyway, I think we were reading the news, weren't we? So this whole Girl Scout thing. But this is what I'm saying. This is the tyranny, the matriarchal tyranny, the domination of the matriarchy. Because that that weak uh, feminine energy is very much like, well, I can do whatever I want and you can't do it. I'm allowed to do it, but you're not that kind of thing. And you see, you see that in the patriarchy too, but it's not as it's uh, under the surface more. It's like, you know, that, that kind of, what do they say? Crony capitalism where those people in, in, in power get all the favoritism. Whereas, um, this version, it's, it's, it's much more like kind of just, flaunted it's more obvious you see all these like hypocritical hold on what happened here hypocritical demonstrations oh yeah i had to open up the private tab that's right now i remember confused ellen degeneres back to ellen degeneres meat i wonder if you can buy that like yeah um now take two pounds of ellen degeneres thigh please yeah give me that uh uh 
the, the, the Ellen DeGeneres rib roast would be good. Kind of in the, the mood for that. How about a, um, there's some good boots. Give me some good movie star names. I'm so out of it these days. I don't want to say if I say, you know, who I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take, uh, two, uh, Justin Bieber flank steaks. Let me get uh, some of that ground Ben Affleck. Yeah, that's good. About a pound. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, Jennifer Aniston. You have Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, do you have any of those uh, those uh, thinly sliced uh, vagina breakfast steaks? Yeah, I'll take two of those. The Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, the vagina breakfast steaks. That's right, yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay, back to the article. Um, uh, do we believe that? The, the writer of the article says, this is more likely the work of provocateurs who want to start a lab meat discussion, not actually use Kanye West to make cured meat. Here's how it will work, according to Bite Lab's website. A sample of tissue containing myosatellite cells the type of cells that help repair and regrow damaged muscle will be taken from a person during a biopsy. Those cells are multiplied in a lab using a medium that acts as an artificial blood to grow muscle. Like a medium, like, hmm, please come in and sit down. We will be contacting the meat god on the other side who will be making the Justin Bieber steaks. Come in and sit down. And light your candle. Once the cells are mature enough, they will be ground and mixed with different kinds of meat spices. Oh, nice spices, fats, and oils for flavor using one of the company's, quote, time-honored recipes for the creation of fine cured meats. It sounds to me like they're serious, these guys. It will then be stuffed into casings like sausage, seasoned again and dry, aged, and cured before packaging for distribution. The company outlines how this type of test tube meat would eliminate environmental and ethical concerns associated with livestock production, claiming its celebrity meat production would require less than 1% of the land used in traditional farming. Yeah, because you can, I think they should just do it like they, they should put these celebrities in the same kind of cages that they put chickens in, like really close with each other, crammed into these cages and then just grow them there and then biopsy them and those celebrities they they would not get along you think chickens are bad crammed into the little cages watch the celebrities it's going to be ugly that's right slave wife says factory farm the celebrities <laughs> exactly <laughs> i think a lot of people would go for that right now i think people are getting really tired the celebrity thing is on the way out it really is but that's the new world coming in that's why celebrity is is on the way out so the old world, the old world narrative is going to try really hard to hold on to celebrity because it's an it's a old world power coagulation. These different areas where like old world power uh, um, coalesces. Celebrity is one of them. Uh, political leaders, another and billionaires, uh, the last. Those three things. That's why um, in the Great Reset, 
Those are the people that are going to be deciding our future. Isn't that exciting? The billionaires, the celebrities, and the, um, and the politicians. Isn't that so generous of them to decide everything about our future and how we're going to have to learn how to really tighten our belts because, you know, we're not going to be able to own anything. Except they will. They'll just, they'll, the reason we can't own everything, anything, is because they will own everything. So anyway, let's see if there's anything else interesting. Um, as far as a celebrity angle goes, Bite Labs is hoping they can use celebrities to warm people up to the idea of consuming meat. Consuming the meat. So this whole like fake meat thing, this is big. And the cows are destroying the planet. And I mean, the cow, it's, it is a problem. I think so, at least. These cows and especially what's happening in the rainforest, right? That, that all this land gets cleared to grow cattle. So there definitely seems to be an issue with the way, the way, we, the way we eat meat and treat the land. I mean, this is all just seems very true to me. But then these, uh, these issues that are real issues get co-opted and used for questionable ends. And so this whole idea of this fake meat coming in, that's not something I'm ever going to eat. I'm never going to eat the fake meat. Slavo was saying it'd be a good investment. It probably would be. And uh, <clears throat> Technotard's dad is an investor and he thought, well, maybe she's right. They were talking. So he went out and ate some of the meat. It made him sick. And so he didn't invest. But that's not a reason not to invest because this shit's getting pushed. Bite Lab. Bite Labs has sample celebrity meat descriptions on its website written by Bite Labs representative Kevin. No last name. Hi, I'm Kevin. I work for Bite Labs. Do you have a last name? Hi, I'm Kevin. I work for Bite Labs. Um, sample descriptions for James Franco meat, Kanye West meat, Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, and Ellen DeGeneres. None of these celebrities are actually affiliated with the company. In case you're wondering, DeGeneres salami is described as, quote, black pepper and garlic with a playful kick of mustard give the Ellen salami a highly approachable and well-rounded flavor. The description notes DeGeneres' meat would be blended with ostrich and finished with a hint of brandy and shallots. All right. Well, there you have it. And, um, so this is, what does that say about, uh, <laughs> the world today? All right. Elsewhere in the news, Mr. Potato had to become gender neutral to allow kids to create same sex families. Journalist Glenn Greenwald was called transphobic for pointing out that although a new Gallup survey shows a surge in the number of Americans identifying as LB, LGBT, almost all of the increase comes from those identifying as trans or bi, not gay or lesbian. I'm not sure what that means, but I know there's a lot of, it just gets very complicated. But like, um, sometimes lesbian women don't like trans women because it kind of takes the focus away from them. It's just, it's just very, uh, 
It's very um complicated, the whole thing. Anyway, so, you know, Mr. Potato Head is... They had Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. That wasn't good enough. Right? And why... And also, why can't... We'll just come up with a third one. Why don't you just come up with a gender-neutral one? Mrs., Mr., and and it potato. Them, them potatoes. Them potatoes. Why don't you just do that? But why do you have to get rid of Mr. and Mrs.? Interesting point. So again, here's the evolution. The story is unfolding. And the new world narrative is headed towards synthesis. Synthesis is very powerful. It's a spiritual principle. It's actually how you elevate the consciousness from the level of the old world consciousness to the level of the new world consciousness. It's through synthesis by synthesizing the opposites. And so you're unifying the opposites. And this is a, in the prescription for peace, this is what the what the uh, the whole one through four is all about. Bridge the divide it has to do with synthesis and unifying the opposites. So there's always going to be a constructive version and a destructive version, and they're going to look almost exactly the same. Hence, what Jesus said in the Bible: "Ye shall know them by their fruits," because. The trees look exactly the same. And so do the fruits. You can't even look at the fruits. He could have been a little clearer. Wasn't quite as clear as he could have been. Because he could have said, Ye shall know them by the the taste of their fruits. Because otherwise they look exactly the same. You've had that experience. You go to the store and you pick some fruit and you go, these are going to be delicious. You get home, they're just, you can't even eat them. No taste, not sweet fruit I'm talking about. A plum, a pear, a peach, parsley. Is that a fruit? No, it's not. Cucumbers are fruits, technically. Tomatoes are fruits, technically. Green peppers are fruits, technically, because they have seeds. What doesn't have a seed? Celery. Anyway, you shouldn't you you shall know them by their fruits. Because the tree looks exactly the same, the fruit looks exactly the same, but you take a bite of it, then you'll know right away. Holy shit. So in the new world narrative, we're heading towards synthesis. The synthesizing of the opposites elevates the consciousness and brings in the unity. In the old world narrative, everything just becomes the same. No more distinctions at all. So you can't man, woman, and then something else. Man and woman, gone. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Potato Head. Goodbye, Mrs. Potato Head. You lose. And that's why it's a problem. That's why a lot of people are upset. Like, Why do you have to get rid of... What's important to me? That's the way they feel. So your cause obliterates what's important to me. And that's because it's not really a cause. It's really an attack. 
on something, namely where we're going in the new world. Because really the way that you create unity in the new world, the way you unify the opposites is you go even more into the differences because everything in the new world is counterintuitive. You go the opposite way than, than, than what's obvious. So we achieve unity through diversity. And then you see like in the, in the old world narrative, it's always, everything's always inside out. So there's a, everything becomes the, the same where it really needs to be different and everything becomes different where it really needs to be the same. Like all the, all the, the uh, tension around race, the races at each other in conflict with each other. There, the differences are really starkly portrayed because you need things to be different there. But when it comes to Mr. and Mrs., oh, it's all the same. It's all the same. And this is what I call cross wires. Where it needs to be different, it's the same. And where it should be the same, it's different. So that unification that happens, like take the, uh, the gender energies of Mr. and Mrs. The unity that happens, happens through diversity. And the kind of diversity you see in the old, unfolding in the, un, in the old world narrative, like white against white people against black people, that's never going to find any uh, synthesis. Never. That just gets worse and worse and worse and worse, that thing. Because it, it needs to be bad in order for that. It, it fuels the, the old world narrative, which is headed right for tyranny and oppression. And the new world narrative headed right for liberty and freedom. Yeah, so um, goodbye, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. And you see the corporations all just falling in line one after the other after the other. There's a sign right there. Again, wasn't the Democratic Party like the, the, the counterculture part, anti-establishment? And these, these corporations can't jump in line quickly enough. So that should help you understand like which narrative is going to change the world. The mainstream narrative that's aligned with the, the corporations. These are the power structures that are in power and are determined to stay in power. Old world power structure, old world power structures, they're going to point right to what's rotten. They're going to point right to the old world narrative. So you look where they go. They'll tell you, the corporations will tell you because they have to, they have to smell the wind, see what's coming. Oh, it's bread. Bread is baking. Smells so good. Oh, tyranny. I smell, I smell tyranny. Yeah. Oh, it smells so good. Yeah, we should get a, a loaf of hot, fresh tyranny. All right, that's it for today. See you tomorrow.